Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mullison Beat podcast. This podcast will be on personal injury. So, claiming for personal injury or the law around compensation has a bit of a bad reputation. It brings to mind ambulance chasers, but if you do have a personal injury or an accident, your injuries can often lead to significant pain and suffering or can have a major impact on your ability to work and your financial situation. Today we'll be talking to Holly Minnie, who is a member and head of dispute resolution at Mullison Peak. So, hello Holly. Good morning. So Holly, what information would you need from a potential client to tell them if they would have a potential personal injury claim? When we take initial inquiries from clients in respect to their personal injury claims, we initially have to gather some information from them. The starting point would be the date they had the accident um, in which they're potentially looking to claim. We then need a discussion with them about the circumstances surrounding this, the accident, how the accident happened, what caused the accident. And then we'd need to take some information from them about the injuries that they have suffered as a result of that accident. We also have a bit of a conversation with them in respect to the losses that they are suffering and the expenses they are incurring at that time. Um, the extent of that part of the conversation will very much depend on how soon after the accident we are speaking with the um, potential claimant. That's great, thank you. What sort of accidents could you make a claim for? The main accidents that uh, claims are made for are road traffic accidents. Within the bracket of road traffic accidents that would include uh, claims where a person is a driver, a passenger or uh, or also pedestrians. It also includes things like people who are passengers on buses and public transport. Um, we also deal with claims that relate to accidents at work, um, slips and trips, and this could be a person tripping on the pavement in the high street or slipping over in a supermarket. And claims which are known as occupiers liability claims. These are claims whereby a claim is brought against the uh, sort of owner occupier of a premises. So it could be, say, against uh, a shopping centre where you've been walking through a shopping centre and something's broken and caused you injury, or something's fell on you, or something like that. So, say I've had an accident, why would I need compensation? Um, the compensation covers sort of two main elements. There's your general damages, which is the element of the payout that essentially covers the pain and suffering that you have suffered as a result of the injuries that have been incurred to you. And then there's the special damages. And this relates to the financial losses that you have suffered and may suffer in the future as a result of the accident. So for some injuries, you could uh, need surgery or other medical processes which um, could take place in years like sort of many years time so we would recover an element of compensation in order for you to have that surgery in years to come there would also be um, compensation to cover you for the time you've had off work or going to need to take off work as a result of the accident and to cover any other expenses that you will incur it could include things like having the appointment of carers to cover you, help you after any surgery or join any recovery process. Excellent, thank you very much. Um, how would I go about making a personal injury claim? There's a number of processes at the moment in respect to bringing a personal injury claim and it very much depends on the extent of the injury that you've had and the value of the claim. The, there's been some changes that have brought in, been brought into place uh, to bring uh, bring claims and where there's say low value road traffic accident there is a portal where people can bring the claim themselves 
Um, and then if the claims were of a slightly higher value, then your best process is to have a solicitor instructed and the word solicitor will represent you and they will bring the claim on your behalf. They, the process will either be a case of filing a, a claim form on the claims portal, which will notify the defendant's insurer of your claim and the injuries that you've suffered, or we send a letter of claim to the insurer and or defendant um, to notify them of the claim. Once they've been notified of the claim, they will then have to review the claim, make a decision on whether they accept that they're liable for the accident or not. Once that decision's been made, they come back to us to confirm their position. And then subject to that position, the claim moves forward. If liability is admitted, we can then look to work out what quantum is on the claim. And this is the part where we look at what medical reports we need, um, which will very much be determined by the extent of the injuries that the person has suffered. Um, once we have collated all the evidence together, we are then really in a position to make proposals to the other side for settlement and we can advise you as to what the potential value of your claim is based on the evidence we have before us and then it is a generally a case of negotiating settlement. If a negotiated settlement can't be achieved, then we'd have to look to issue court proceedings against the other side. That's great. Is there any time limits to be considered or that I need to be aware of? The Limitation Act imposes generally a three-year time limit in which personal injury claims can be brought. That three years starts for, to run from usually the date of the accident. So if um, you had your accident on, say, the 21st of June 2023, you'd have to issue the claim by the 20th of June 2026. And that's not just a case of notifying the defendant of the claim, that means that the court proceedings have to have been commenced for that claim. What is a conditional fee agreement? A conditional fee agreement, also known as a CFA, is has replaced essentially the, the no win, no fee agreement that you would be the thing that you used to be heard advertised on the radio and the TV. Um, the general principles of it are that the solicitor will act for you under the terms of this agreement and there will in general be no cost to you as the claimant in instructing the, well not no cost, no, um, you won't have to pay the solicitor um, at the outset. The solicitor will do the work and if the claim is successful they will recoup their cost from the other side and take a deduction from the uh, your damages to cover essentially shortfall in their costs from the other side. We have in place what we call a success fee, which is a, the limit of the amount of um, the percentage of the damages that we can take for you for, take from you to cover our costs. Generally, under most um, CFAs, where a claim is proceed, proceeded with and is unsuccessful, then we don't get paid for acting for you, um, and you don't recover any damages. And you, so long as there's been no fraud. Um, involved in the claim or no sort of exaggeration or lying then generally you wouldn't end up having to pay out your solicitors and or the other party. Thank you very much Holly for answering today's questions on personal injury. As always if you have found this podcast episode helpful more are available on our website and on our YouTube channel or you can call us today on 01708 784000.